Hey everyone, it's Tuesday. I'm doing a surprise Facebook Live. Let me open my chat. Hello, Valerie. Hello, Beth. So, I wanted to pop on here quick. If you missed my groundwork webinar on Sunday, the link should be either above or below this video. So, I would love it if you have time this week to watch the webinar. It's only available until Sunday. And it was just a great webinar. I went a lot into the details about why groundwork is important and then how to use groundwork to establish trust and communication with your horse, especially right now. I mean, it is so dark outside. It's only six o'clock and the days are short. Winter is coming. It's really hard as horse people to stay consistent and to stay motivated during the winter. So I am really setting a goal for myself and for all of you to do more groundwork this winter season, because I think that it will help you to make progress. It will help you to stay consistent with your horse so that you will be ready to go when springtime comes around. And one thing that I talked about in the webinar on Sunday is that Groundwork really is like an insurance policy for you with your horse. I have insurance on my house, on my car, but the key with any insurance policy is that you have to pay the dividends before you need the insurance. So with your groundwork, it's really important that you develop a foundation and a communication with your horse on the ground before you have a problem. And that's where I see a lot of people making a mistake with their horses, with the groundwork, is that they aren't aware enough of simple things like how they're interacting with their horse on the ground. If their horse stops, if their horse backs up, if their horse puts their head down when they put the bridle on, if their horse respects their space, and then something happens, like there's an accident, they get stepped on, their horse runs over them, and they don't really understand why it happened or where it's coming from. So you really want to establish a communication with your horse on the ground as an insurance policy so that when you go to a horse show, when you try to trailer load your horse, when you arrive at the horse show and they're excited or when they've had a week off or when they get scared and you need to get off, you need to have these groundwork skills so that you can come to terms with your horse and stay safe. I mean, really a big part of groundwork is safety. I don't want to get on horses that like to spook or bolt or buck or run away with me. And so groundwork is a tool that I use to be able to communicate with them and, and develop a system of communication, which allows me to trust them and the horse to trust me so then we can get on. So I'm going to answer a few of the questions from the webinar tonight that I didn't get to on Sunday. And be sure to watch the webinar and then we would love to have you join my program, Groundwork Essentials. Um, that is a new course that I have where I really teach you step-by-step step all these important exercises to teach your horse on the ground so that you can build communication and trust and then be ready to ride. Because at the end of the day, we all would rather ride than spend the time on the ground. But 
five minutes of groundwork can end up saving you so much time. It can end up you getting hurt or your horse getting hurt or having a bad experience, which is not what we want. So I'm a huge fan of a little groundwork. It goes a long way. Okay. So let me see. Um, there were a few questions. If you miss the webinar, is there a place you can rewatch the webinar? So yes, there is. Um, let me see if I can put the webinar replay link in the chat for everyone who's here watching. I will put it in the chat for you. It was a awesome webinar. If you're wondering, if you were at the webinar, I was at my uncle's house in Oklahoma because I had to go to my grandmother's funeral. So that's why like the background for the webinar looks a lot different. Um, okay, next question. Should I not ride my horse until I have confirmed these groundwork exercises? So that depends. If your horse like is safe to ride and you're riding your horse already, then no, you shouldn't stop riding your horse. But if you have a horse that's unsafe to ride, if you have a young horse, if you have a new horse to you, if, you're, if you've had some issues with your horse, then yes, you need to do these groundwork exercises before you get on your horse. When someone brings me a new horse to my barn, I don't just hop on it. I check it out on the ground. I make sure it's paying attention to me. I bend it. And even with my horses that I do ride, I check in with them on the ground, especially if they've had a few days off or it's really cold. I am not particularly good at riding horses that buck or run off. And I also just don't think it's a good experience for your horse either, because if they get really scared when you're on them, then they associate you with that fear which is not what you want. So uh, groundwork all the way. Uh, let me see in the chat. Someone says, I'm just starting the 30 day to challenge in the first groundwork exercise, the simple bending. Yes. Okay. My mare will bend easily, but does not let her neck go back to straight. So if she bends and then you give and she's still staying bent, you can kind of help her to make her neck go straight. You could lead her forward or go to the other side. And then also what you want with the bend eventually is that she bends and then that she also steps forward and across with that inside hind leg. So hopefully that helps you out. Okay, here's another question. My horse is terrified of flags, sheep, cows, pigs, etc. How to calm him with sudden motions? Really good question. One thing that's super important with and that I teach inside the Groundwork Essentials course is that you have to always first train your horse in their comfort zone. So you always want to teach your horse to respond to the aids in a situation when they feel confident. So what I would recommend doing is say your horse is confident in the arena. There's nothing too scary or say your horse is pretty confident in a round pen or even in their pen or their little pasture where they live. That's where you want to start to teach your horse to stop, to back up, to bend, to yield to the pressure, to, to give into your aids in a safe situation. Once you have control of your horse in a safe situation, then the next thing is to make it a little more challenging and add some kind of a stimulus like a flag. 
So I actually show that inside of Groundwork Essentials. Once you do the essential exercises where you can, you know, bend your horse, put their head down, lead them, back them up, turn them left and right, then we introduce a flag. And a flag is a sort of stimulus that a lot of horses are afraid of, but we can use the flag to test our skills and also to train our horses that when they have some kind of a scary moment that they still have to listen to us. Um, so if your horse is afraid of sheep or cows, make sure you have your groundwork skills good without the sheep or cows before trying to go near those scary objects. Okay. Um, Here's another question. How come my horse will go past something 20 times and then spook after it's gone by it several times? So, um, so yeah, it horses perceive the world very differently than we do. And that's one thing I talk a lot inside the webinar and also inside the course is understanding that horses vision, horses hearing, horses perception of the world is a lot different than us. And so sometimes why horses spook at things that we don't necessarily understand is because their vision is different than ours. It could also be that they've detected like a small motion. They have less depth perception than we do, but they can see little smaller motions really well. So it could be that, that something has caught their eye, that they've seen something differently, that they smell something, that they hear something. Any of those things could be why your horse is suddenly spooking at it. And you're never going to take the spook out of your horse. You never want to punish your horse for spooking either. That's not going to work. But what you do want to do is you want to teach your horse that when they have a scary moment, when something scares them or they have that reaction, then you want to teach them to come back to you and to focus on your aids and to focus on your cues. That's super, super important. So that really is what we are establishing with the groundwork is these aids and these cues so that when our horse does get scared, then we can bring them back to us and that we can start to be their sort of source of comfort so that they don't need to worry so much about their surroundings. We're taking care of them. We're keeping them safe. And at the end of the day, it's so important to have clear boundaries with your horses. That's what really gives them confidence and gives them security. And it also is what allows us to really love our horses. They are such amazing creatures. And um, I love spending time with them. And the best way to really enjoy your horse is to have clear rules and clear boundaries so that they don't accidentally hurt you. Okay. Um, next question. What to do when leading my horse and she turns a bit left in front of me? She's knocked me down three times and I don't know how to handle it. I've turned her left clockwise and then resume leading her. Okay, so this is a very bad and very common thing that happens when you're leading, which is that your horse just like cuts in front of you. And again, it's super dangerous. If your horse knocks you down or they trample you, they weigh like 10 times more than we do. So they can really hurt us even though they don't mean to. 
So what I do is if my horse starts coming on top of me, I'll raise up my right hand because usually they're on your, your, um, you're on their left side. So they're over here. And then what I do is I raise up my left hand and I block them. But again, you need to be proactive about it. Don't wait until your horse is like dragging you and coming into your space practice, halt, back up, get out of my space. You have to practice all that before you have a problem. Like I can't tell you how important that is. Another question, my boy pulls his head up higher when trying the pull release. What do I do? So the pull release, once again, it's super important. And a lot of times horses don't want to put their head down because it puts them in a vulnerable position. When their head is down, they're not able to see as much of the horizon and as much as their surroundings. And so if you're able to get them to put their head down, it helps them to relax and it helps them to submit. If you're going to try to get your horse to put their head down and they're really resistant, you can go a little side to side, like zigzag their head down. Remember, every time they put their head down, even a centimeter, even a try at the beginning, release the pressure. And then also teaching your horse to bend left and right. That can really help you. And one thing that I've done inside of the Groundwork Essentials course, um, for those of you who have already signed up, know that inside I do a lot of exercises with students, like some of my students that are just learning the groundwork, and also with horses that haven't done the groundwork exercises before, because I think that's always really helpful when you can see a horse that doesn't do these groundwork exercises and that's just learning them as well. Okay, let me see another question. How many times do we repeat in the aid reaction release repeat? How many is too many repeats? Okay, good question. So I, in the webinar, I talked about how to train your horse. You'll have to watch the webinar to learn my secrets. But one thing that I talk about is um, aid reaction release repeat. Horses learn through repetition. That's how their brain works. So in general, if I'm doing an exercise, like if I'm doing the pull release and my horse does it three times, well, I go on and I do something different and then I come back to it. I would say three is the lucky number of repetitions. Now, if you try the pull release and like the first two times they don't do it right away, it takes a while then you may have to keep repeating until I would say if you get the correct answer twice in a row and you've struggled at it for a while, go on to something else and then come back to it. Okay. Um, another question. How any tips for speeding up our internal process to speed up our communication with the horse? Okay, that's a really good question. And one thing that I love about groundwork is that it really is teaching you similar aids that you need to be able to communicate with your horse when you're riding them. So it's all about this timing of pressure and release and knowing when to put pressure on, when to add pressure, and then releasing the second that your horse gives you the response that you want. And that just comes from time and miles. I mean, the more that you are interacting with your horse, practicing the groundwork, riding your horse, the better your timing gets. 
groundwork is definitely something that feels very awkward at first. When I was first learning how to do groundwork, I um, felt like I had never been around a horse before. But I'm really glad that I developed groundwork skills because it's allowed me to work with like a lot of horses that no one else could. So anyways, um, I'm looking forward to working with you, hopefully inside of Groundwork Essentials. We've already had a lot of students sign up and start going through the course. It's been really fun to get to see many of you and hear a little bit about your story. And again, I really encourage you this winter to stay consistent and to use Groundwork as a tool to help you on those cold wintry days when maybe you can't ride or your horse is feeling really fresh and frisky. It's a skill, like I said, that's kind of my insurance policy that I do so that I can stay safe and that I feel like I can ride. I told a story in the webinar on Sunday of me riding a horse and I didn't do groundwork, even though the little voice in my head said that I should probably get off and do groundwork. I ignored that little voice in my head and I ended up with a broken collarbone, three broken ribs, a collapsed lung in the hospital. So the moral of the story is get off and do your groundwork because it takes a lot less time than healing broken bones. Um, John, do I use a rope halter when doing groundwork in your course? Yes, absolutely. So I always pretty much start with a rope halter, especially with a young horse. There are times if you have a horse that's like really disrespectful of the halter that sometimes I'll do it, the groundwork with a bridle first, but the best is to do with a rope halter. And that's exactly what I show inside of the course. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening and be sure to check out the webinar this week and we'll see you soon. Good night, everyone.